Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Master's Workshop. This is Healers Helping Healers Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. We are doing our Healers Toolbox today. This is where we normally interview other practitioners helping uh, helping practitioners to gain access to information that um, that other practitioners have to learn about different processes and fun things like that. Also, too, if you happen to be a practitioner, you, you can get some some information from other practitioners because really we are in this thing together and. Um, and it really is a very cool thing. And, and I think that as we are growing and learning together, um, we have uh, so much insight and so much wisdom. So I'm not going to be the only hypnotist on here. Um, and I'm not going to be the only Reiki practitioner. I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm going to have, you know, multiple different types of people um, because I feel like we can learn a lot from each other. And I feel like it's really important that we do so. So thank you for joining me, and thank you for coming on board. And again, it is our mission just to be truly helpful here and to do our best. So that being said, the thing that I uh, just kind of came up with, because we're going to have other people doing the Healer's Toolbox, like I said, but something that came up into my mind that I thought would be very, very helpful uh, would be talking about uh, hypnosis strategies on stress because um, as a hypnotist we tend to look at stress in a different way sometimes we look at it a different way than a chiropractor would or a different way than an um, acupuncturist would or or you know even a uh, western medicine person so we might look at it differently but still the physiological things are pretty much well they're the same <laughs> you know whereas you know, if you look at um, energy practitioners or if you look at acupuncturists, you know, they may address stress in a different way, you know, looking at the meridians or uh, stopping, starting, you know, information and energy moving through those pathways and, and different things like that, where they've studied for 100,000 years on those things, gotten all of their diplomas, and they're absolutely amazing at helping those particular situations. When the hypnotist looks at stress, we still look at it, of course, as the, you know, um, the you know, limbic system, you know, overload, the thought processes, uh, the uh, adrenal stimulation, the cortisol stimulation. So, so we look at it from the scientific side of it, and um, as I think all other practitioners do as well, but we come after added in a different way. So when we have a tremendous amount of stress, uh, you know that the symptoms uh, can be pretty severe, even to sudden death. I mean, this is how important it is that we get a handle and we get control over our stress in our lives. And I believe that we are in this beautiful and amazing information age, we have such a bombardment of stimulation coming at us all the time that it doesn't necessarily help our stress responses. So as we're looking at this, 
we want to first help people find that pause in their consciousness. And the way we do that is by breath. Breathing is, if you really, really think about it, right? It's very easy, right? I'll demonstrate for you right now how important it is uh, and how quickly you go into a pause or into a present moment situation. So all you would do right now is take a deep breath, hold it for about three seconds, and exhale. All right, so now what do we do there? We open up a gap, right? We open up a, a sensation of, of uh even though you might have been counting in your head to three or to two or to wherever you got to, you might have been counting there, but you weren't focused on anything else, were you? You weren't thinking about the groceries you've got to get later. You weren't thinking about, does my husband love me? You weren't thinking about, why does my kid act the way they do? You weren't thinking about, oh my gosh, I've got to get this client. No, no, you were, you were only focused maybe on counting or on I wonder when I'm going to breathe again, <laughs> you know? And so when we take that pause, we open that gap. And um, Wayne Dyer has a really fantastic gap meditation, uh, the late Wayne Dyer. And the getting in the gap meditation, it speaks to japa, which is uh, another form of, of meditation. And it's a, a bit of a chanting meditation. And what he does is he helps people get into the space, get into the gap. And by holding your breath, you get into a gap, right? And the way he does it is he uses the Lord's Prayer and asks people to go in between the words and to breathe in between the words, in between those spaces. So if it's our Father, it's our space, Father, and then we slip in between the words and we just see it in our mind. And so we're in the gap there. And when we're in the gap, we do the japa sound, which is ah. And then in that space, we create even more of a gap, right? Because that is our mindlessness. So when we're in our mindlessness, we're in our complete peace. But here's the deal. When you start to think a new thought, you got to move on. You got to move on to the next word, you know, because that calmness, that stillness, that deep awareness has been interrupted. So, you know, we just move through the words and so on. And I definitely check it out. It's on YouTube, totally free. I would definitely recommend it. I also hand it out to your clients who don't have any weirdness around the Lord's Prayer which is a really beautiful prayer. I say it often, and um, Christian or not, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's, it can be, you know, it can go to any type of, of belief system, really. Um, and it's just really, really easy because most people know it in, you know, the U.S. So it makes it more simple to get into that process. So as you held your breath then, you got into that present moment. So what we teach, I believe, or at least I teach as a hypnotist, I teach people how to get and expand into that gap because if you do, 
then our mind kind of begins to data dump. And we are able to just release some of that garbage that we've just accumulated all day. Not all of it's garbage, but a lot of it's just not useful. It's fragments of light and sound and, you know, words and uh, overheard conversations and uh, the bills we have to pay, the groceries we have to get, you know. And so it's just a bunch of information that's unnecessary. And let me tell you, we got a 12-volt battery up in our brain. That's it. That's all the energy we've got. So if we're overstimulated with a whole bunch of stuff, then we can't hold on to that information that we have, right? So, so if, 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 if you're somebody or if you have a client or whomever that is like, I have really bad memory. Well, guess what? It's because there's too much clutter up there. And so it can help to relieve some of that stress. Now, I'm not saying just have your clients go in and uh, stop breathing, you know, but maybe doing the gap meditation or maybe just showing them how important and how easy it is, really. It really is easy to get into that present moment. Just hold your breath because we can't think about anything else while we're holding our breath. So that helps to release some stress. I believe, because we start to data dump a bit. The other thing that we can do uh, as a, a hypno hypnosis and as a hypnotic strategy would be to help your clients to compartmentalize their thinking. So I probably have old information at this point, but that's totally okay. Um, 16,000 thoughts a day. Um, so if we have 16,000 thoughts a day and we are um, essentially uh, thinking the same thing over and over and over again. This is something I heard from Wayne Dyer years ago. And if we're thinking the same thing kind of over and over in just different ways, then if we compartmentalize the thinking, then we can actually um, get a lot clearer. So, it, so this is how I tell my clients to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't care if I give away the farm here because you guys can use this and it's so easy and fun and your clients are going to kiss you on the face for it. Well, I hope they don't kiss you on the face, but unless you want them to kiss you on the face. <laughs> I know what I'm doing here. I swear to God. Um, uh, so what you would want to do then is to, um, is to just tell them about this. Tell them about this idea. We got a 12-volt battery up here. We're, we're working on limited resources. You know, the vastness of the universe and universal principles are all at our fingertips. It's all right here in our subconscious mind. But we can't access it because there's not enough energy. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So what we would do then is we would um, just tell them. Let's compartmentalize it. All right, so we've got a bucket for work and a bucket for home and a bucket for a relationship and bucket for child and bucket for, you know, this or that. And when you start to notice, because we've got to consciously recondition our subconscious mind, this isn't about your clients coming to you. I don't, it doesn't matter what modality you use, um, because this is something that you can talk to them about, whether you're an acupuncturist or whether you, um, you know, do toe readings. It doesn't matter. 
So you can say, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about what each bucket, you know, is. So if you have these different thoughts coming in, so let's say, well, I have this worry thought about work. Okay. So let's talk about it for a moment. And when you are going through your day and you notice that you're having a repetitive thought, you can simply say to your subconscious mind, in your conscious mind, you can say consciously to your subconscious mind, rather, hey, I've already thought about that today. I've covered it. Covered. It's done. It's in the bucket. And then you can let it come up again. And if it does, you can say, hey, covered it. It's in the bucket. Put that one in there too. And you won't have to do this very much or your clients won't have to do this very much. They'll be able to just go, bucket it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could say a couple other profane words, I think, but <laughs> not profound. <laughs> let me clarify that. But, um, you know, just bucket it. And then uh, put that in that space. And then, so you're almost giving your subconscious mind a place to put it. You could also say file folders. You can say file cabinets. You can say boxes, whatever you want. And then you can tell them, you know, say, okay, so how about uh, relationships? How about home? What's a repetitive thought that you have about those things? And as they go through their day, they can they can do this. They can take responsibility for their thinking. It's, it's not that hard to do, really. It's just sometimes people feel a little bit overwhelmed at first. So we just want to take it one step at a time. And then we'll put it out there so they can say, okay, you know, I've got this. Um, have them continue to put it into those buckets, compartmentalize the information. People who are really, really good at compartmentalizing information, interestingly enough, are people with OCD, which I think is really kind of cool. And people who can remember things from a really long time ago, they can compartmentalize. So when somebody says, I have the OCD, I'm, I'm a worthless human being, you know, whatever, because that's what people do. They come to us and they're like, I am a horrible person because I have this problem. Or I feel so bad and terrible because this problem is here for me and I don't know what to do about it. Well, you're not bad. You're not doing anything wrong. OCD can be very helpful. Stress is very helpful. You know, we have stress and we have eustress. So we have eustress, and that's stuff like getting on roller coasters. Eustress can contribute to helping us decrease the chances of cancer in our body. Stress is important. Okay? Stress can also keep us motivated. It can keep us aware. It can keep us on top of our game. All right. The thing is, is that when it becomes too much and our body becomes too overwhelmed by the chemicals that are flowing through it, like adrenaline and different things, and then we put and attach meaning to it. Okay, so if we're putting and attaching meaning to our stress and say, oh, I'm so stressed out and everything's bad and I don't know what to do and I, you know, whatever. So essentially what we've done so far is just reframe. So we said, there is a gap, and you can get in it. There is a present moment awareness. All you have to do is hold your breath, and you'll feel it. That is the present moment. Real easy. The next piece would be compartmentalizing. The next piece, if anybody comes to you and says, oh, everything is so horrible, maybe, maybe it is, or maybe there is something that is good about this, 
And it's okay for us to explore what's good about it, what's helpful. So, stress. The overwhelmment of the, the, the consciousness can be greatly decreased, like I said, by doing those exercises that I just mentioned. It can also be decreased when somebody goes into hypnosis or into a relaxed state or meditative state, not for the purpose of trying to force their mind to be calm. That isn't always helpful. It can be, you know, and I think that there are people in this world that meditate to perfection and do amazing things. But we're talking about potentially maybe your clients, um, maybe others that have either never meditated before or who are who never had hypnosis or have never taken time of the day to rest. And so when we are looking at clients like that, um, it's okay just to kind of go slow. So first we reframe them. These are my hypnotic strategies. I am certain that there are others, other hypnotists out there that do things differently. And I think that's absolutely amazing. And I want to hear from them. What I do is I reframe them. I help them see the positive in what's happening to them. At least that's my intention. We breathe. Um, and I do what's called a 7-11 breath. And that changes the physiology of the makeup of the, the brain and everything else. And it helps the nervous system to calm down quickly. It lowers the heart rate. It's very powerful. And I'll go through that process as we have time here. Then, um, then I'll do hypnosis. So uh, for me personally, I always want to give somebody a takeaway. I want them to be able to use a tool. You know, so one tool is they've got to consciously recondition the subconscious mind by compartmentalizing their thoughts. And the second tool would be the 7-Eleven breath. So when I put people into hypnosis, I might give them the suggestions, you know, like, it's so nice to feel at ease and calm, feeling peaceful more and more throughout your day. Even as you see those things that are coming up on the internet or around town or in your home or where have you, where you can just still see those things and know that everything is okay, that you are safe, that you're always safe. So maybe those are some of the suggestions I would use. But I'm not really so concerned about that part of it. I think that's important, but I think giving people an opportunity to relax, to take time out of their day, to have a place where they can go so that they can unwind, so that they can partner with a friend who understands um, or with a hypnotist or whomever um, that understands where they are and that they can they're really being heard and being seen so that they can actually relieve some of that stress. Because sometimes when people are just heard and they feel heard, they can relieve so much stress. Sometimes we just need to say it. You know, we get it so 
uh, locked down in us sometimes, where we we are afraid of, you know, uh, just even addressing it. Because there's almost a sense of that if I address this stress, it becomes really, really real to me. And if I address it, then I could potentially uh, lose my mind. <laughs> you know? And I am not at a place where I can do that right now. I, I, can't, even, I can't even tell you how many women have, have come in because they're at their wit's end. And they're like, I, I am afraid to touch this. And I go, I completely understand. I've been there too. You know, it's like there is excruciatingly amount of stress, right? And there is nothing. I cannot touch that. I cannot touch it. If I touch that stress, I'm going to fall apart. And honestly, that's exactly what needs to happen. They need to fall apart. You know, maybe they're falling apart with you in session, but maybe they want to do it somewhere else. But we all need to fall apart so that we can actually feel together. And of course, this is no substitute for medical advice from a psychologist, psychiatrist. I tip my hat to those folks. This is how I've seen it work in my practice. And when I have um, been there, I've just been there with them you know, staying there with them, not running away because they're becoming upset, or not, not telling them, oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, just calm down, because I would feel uncomfortable with them having a come apart. No, 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 it's, hey, baby, I got you. I'm here, I'm right here with you. It is okay, I get it, I get it, and it doesn't feel okay, and that's okay, and so just let's stay with it, let's be with it for a minute as long as you need to be. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I believe you. I believe in you. Everything is all right. And so giving people that space is worth more than money. I, I got I to say that now. You know, it, it, it's a priceless experience to be with somebody who is willing to see you and love you and connect with you and remind you that you already have what you need inside of you and nothing is wrong and you are completely and totally precious and amazing exactly the way that you are you don't have to change so as we are moving into more of this and more of these ideas it's nice to know that um you as a practitioner, there are times when there are going to be things that it's just that's just something you don't do. Like if you're a chiropractor and you are adjusting lots of people, um, you you maybe aren't equipped to have somebody have a come apart in your office. I'm not really speaking to you about this depth of it, but you and I both know if you're a chiropractor, if you're an acupuncturist, if you you know do any other modalities. Um, you are um, you are looking at a potential symptom to the problem that you're helping them fix. And if that's the case, you can do those simple things like reframe them, um, help them compartmentalize, 
give them some resources like a meditation audio or something like that, or the getting in the gap exercise with Wayne Dyer on YouTube. Um, and you can just tell them that it's going to be okay. And even though this isn't the place necessarily for them to release any of those old feelings uh, that you will be there for them and you will bring somebody else into their experience that can be there for them more uh, or refer them or whoever, whatever you want to do. Um, but if you are a hypnotist, this is such a good thing. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. And you already know this. You know, this really isn't anything new to you. I just wanted to give you some additional strategies so that you can be even more effective hypnotist. You can be an even more effective doc. Um, that you can be a more effective toe reader. doesn't matter, uh, or intuitive, or anybody else, and angel card reader, whatever, because I think this is just kind of good information that we should all have. And you know we did not come into this world having this information. Maybe we did, but we wouldn't have been able to assimilate it. So as you're considering all of these things and – uh, assimilating all of these ideas, um, find ways that you can incorporate them into what you already do. You know, it can be really, really powerful. So I'm just going to briefly go through the 7-Eleven breath so that you have this. 7-Eleven breath, super duper easy. You have them breathe in for a count of seven and then breathe out for the count of 11. Now, if that's too much, you can do a four-seven breath. Because when people are in stress, one, they breathe very high up on their chest. And this will help them to get down into their belly. And so even if you want to direct them down into their belly, that's even better. Letting their belly expand, that kind of thing. And then when they're blowing out, just really contracting that stomach back in. And I invite you to just try that yourself. Do it about five times. I had a young boy who had been going to, um, just been having a lot of problems with his heart rate, and uh, his heart rate was super high. It was like 110, 115, and it was consistent, and his mother was very upset, and so she was taken to a hospital and, and this kind of thing. So he had a monitor on his wrist, and you could see how fast his heart was going, and when I asked him, I said, I said, do you know something? He said, what? I said, you are in control. You are in control of your body 100% of the time. He said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, yes, you are, really. And he goes, okay, well, I, I don't know what to do about this. It's scary to me. And I said, I know it would be scary. I said, so tell me, what's your heart rate doing right now? He touched his wristband, and he said, I'm at 110 beats. And I said, okay, well, will you do this exercise with me? And he and he was like, okay. So what I did was we did a 7-Eleven breath. He did about five breaths. And then he, I said, okay, let's check your wrist again. Let's see if it's changed. So he checked his monitor, and it went down to 64. So this changes our physiology. And, and what happened as a result is he didn't, he wasn't afraid anymore. And he never went back to the hospital again about his heart rate because he was in control. Do you see? I mean, essentially, bottom line that we were looking at it from a financial standpoint, 
We're looking at potentially saving thousands of dollars or even a misdiagnosed heart condition. Next up, we, we look at the emotional drain and toll that it would take on the entire family, including him. Next up, we think about long-term problems, believing that I'm not in control of my body or myself, right? Huge stuff here, guys. I mean, so you have the power. You have the power to change everything about a person's life and experience. We always want to make sure that we go to the medical people, the Western medicine. We want to stay safe. We want to keep them safe. At the same time, remember, you are in control of how you allow yourself to work with these people. So I am so excited and thrilled that you've been with me today. My name is Kira Schaefer. I'm a clinical hypnotist. I'm a clinical hypnosis instructor, and I've been doing working with clients for 16 years and thousands of people, and I'm just so thrilled that you are part of this and came to the show today. My website is www.arizonahyptherapyclinic.com. On there is also our instructors. I'm, I do uh, I teach hypnosis, clinical hypnosis, and uh, if you're interested in learning about my program, please go there. Thank you so much, and I hope that you have a fantastic day. Reduce that stress. Help those people. You got this. Take care. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening.